This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. You've got Mike Pete across the way. Number to call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. There you go. Thank you, Mean Gene. Uh, as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, what do you need to know here on this Monday morning? Here you go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Lamar Jackson shines in the Ravens' 37-20 win versus the Patriots. Yeah, best matchup of the weekend, Taz. You and I were both talking about this on Friday morning. Can't wait to get to Sunday night. Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday night. And a lot of people, smart money, were on the Baltimore Ravens as that line went down over the course of the week. And... Uh, they were proven correct as the Ravens were the better football team. You mentioned the Edelman fumble picked up by Humphrey, taken back. The two touchdowns in the fourth quarter when that was a 24-20 game uh, Baltimore's way. Uh, really, from the opening drive on, I mean, the 11-play was at 75-yard drive that took uh, nearly seven minutes off of the game clock that gave them an early 7-0 lead. Right. Now, that was a statement drive. Hey, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, they we're you know, we understand the importance of making a statement early. They did it up against that vaunted uh, you know, uh New England defense. They were fantastic. They really were. All the credit goes to John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I was saying it earlier, man. Um, uh, it, Lamar Jackson's just a tough guy to prepare for, and I understand the greatness of Bill Belichick and Mayo and, and Belichick's son, Steven, and what they do with that defense. I understand. I do. I get it. And the players they have on that team, uh, the McCordy brothers, Rutgers, right? They both went to Rutgers, right? Both yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. And, yeah. and um, anyway. Deron Harmon, they were all in the same defensive the backfield same, yeah, at one point in time. Unbelievable. So... I know how great that defense is, and you know how great it is too, man. Yeah. But that Lamar Jackson, he is tough to deal with. And also, talking defense, got to give a lot of credits to to the, to the Bill uh, to the Bills to the, to the Ravens defense. They stepped up, and Brady wasn't Brady. You know, he he Brady has been Brady Brady, and you you pointed that out weeks ago. I mean, you know, he's not the same. And you know, Edelman played great. I mean, Edelman played great. He was a main target, right? I mean, uh, Sanu got some touches too, but. For the most part, that defense, you know, for the Ravens, were able to, to help capture the win. And they also took, uh, talked about this earlier, Moose, big momentum, momentum, I should say, early in the third quarter. It was 17-13 Baltimore at that time. Yep. And you know where I'm going. And that fumble, that catch by Edelman, that fumble, and then uh, the D-back scoops it up, scores a touchdown. Man, that took the air right out of the Patriots. Big time. It, no doubt about it. And here's where you respect about the Ravens' defense, Taz, is this. They basically dared the Pats to beat them deep. 
Right, right. You're right. They were playing for the short passing That's game. They said, they said, all right, if you, we'll, we'll allow you to. Right. We, we, we don't think you want to try and beat us deep. We don't think you can beat us deep. We're going to play everything underneath and play everything. Because I was just watching the replay of that Edelman catch, right? Yeah. Brady's lining up. Right, the fumble, right? right. The Edelman catch and then fumble the football. Taz, there were two defensive backs waiting for waiting Edelman for, to right. catch the football. You're right. Just waiting for him. Brady had nowhere else to go. He wasn't looking downfield. He dumped it to Edelman. He got under one tackle, and then the next one hit him. He fumbles the football, yep. and Humphrey picks it up and takes it all the way back to the house for a touchdown. And maybe that's the way teams are going to attack him. Now you have to have the talent to be able to do that defensively. Yeah. But maybe that's the way teams are going to attack the ball, uh, the New England Patriots now, saying, we dare you to beat us deep. We don't think you have the talent to be able to beat us deep. Yeah, no, really, and, and that's smart. Uh, and, you know, and that's what the Ravens did. I mean, but, but again, back on the offensive end, too, you, know, you show when you have an athletic quarterback – Okay, a kid that is so elusive. I mean, he just exemplifies being elusive. I mean, he's all about being elusive. Yep. When you have a quarterback like that in Jackson, and then you have a running back like Ingram who had a day. I mean, he really played great, Ingram, you know, and it's impressive that it they is. can run the ball like that on on that on that front uh that front defensive line for uh, the New England Patriots. Very impressive. Uh, by the Ravens, for sure. Oh, great win. Great win for Baltimore. Statement victory for them, and they've had a couple in the last uh, two, three weeks. Up in Seattle against the Seahawks, uh, shredding that defense, and then last night at home against the New England Patriots. Number two. Browns and Jets seasons from hell continue. Oh, uh, they certainly do. Uh, and people question it, Taz. And I like the hire. You questioned it more out in Cleveland. So I'll give you credit in terms of where they decide to go for their head coach. Um, and uh, he leaves you wanting. I mean, he really does. Yeah. Let's start with the Browns, then we'll get to Gaze and the Jets. Uh, because they go into Denver, they lose to the Broncos, a game in which they cut down on penalties, no turnovers, they outgame the Denver Broncos, and still they lose a game, and you brought the fact of the fourth and four, Mayfield oh, yeah. throwing to a double-covered Jarvis Landry right. instead yeah. of looking Odell Beckham Jr.'s route. The way May, you know, Mayfield addressing the media afterward, what can go wrong has gone wrong. And I'll be honest with you, Freddie Kitchens, they kept him because of that relationship with Mayfield and what he did last year with Baker, Baker Mayfield. But in terms of game planning, handling of the entire team, I don't know. I mean, if you're the Cleveland Browns, if this continues to get worse, I mean, he might be one and done in Cleveland. I know. Uh, I think there's a chance of that happening to Mr. Kitchens for sure. And back to that play real quick because I want to talk about what happened after the play. It was fourth and four. With like three minutes and change left in the fourth quarter, 24-19 at that time, Denver. Um, he goes to go to Juice Landry, and and he never even takes a look, Mayfield, at, at Beckham. Beckham then after the play happens and they, you know, they turn the ball over, I mean, geez, he is on the sideline, no helmet. He's not yelling, kicking stuff, going crazy, but he is furious. And you see, this is the scary part, the messed up part. Mayfield sitting on the bench. Nowhere near Beckham. It's not like they're talking about it. It's not like they're communicating about it. They're both staying far away from each other. You got Steve Young on commentary burying everybody. Burying Baker Mayfield saying, how do you um, uh, 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 how do you not look for your best receiver? You know, he goes, I did that with Jerry Rice all the time. I just had to know where he was to throw the ball anywhere near him. And, and, and Steve Young's right. He's right. He basically gave free consulting advice on the TV. If and when, you know, Mayfield listens back to it. How do you not look? Now you got to look his way. And Beckham had some good catches in this yeah. game. No, I agree you with know? you. I mean, no, uh, and if you're going to gamble on a guy making a play in coverage, why wouldn't you gamble on Odell Beckham Jr.? Not saying Landry can't do Landry it, but I'd rather. Covered. I'd, I'd, I'd certainly rather gamble. And then you get to the Jets. 
who go down to Miami as a one-win team, come out of Miami as a one-win team. The Dolphins earn their first victory of the year. You feel good for Flores, who I, Taz and I both think, you know, it hasn't been handed a lot this year. They want to try and get Tua with the number one overall pick. They win despite the fact that they're trying to lose. Fitzpatrick throws three games, but throws three touchdowns in the game. He looks great. Uh, Gaze of the Jets, uh, it's gotten all kinds of bad, where a lot of people think that maybe momentum to Gaze getting fired after the season. He's been an absolute disaster, and the Jets lose really what is an embarrassing game. A game they go into it on the road as a favorite, even being a 1-6 team going in, Taz. And they come out of it losing again, and now they're 1-7. The Dolphins are now 1-7. They have even records. The Dolphins are set up for success in the future with all those draft choices, and they're trying to lose. Yeah. The Jets are trying to win, and they have the same well, amount of wins. And you said it earlier about the Dolphins, and you were right. They play hard. They the, do. The Finns play hard. They they they. And that guy Flores is getting that out of them. I know they're 1-7. It's a stink fest. But I'm telling you, man, as they evolve here the next couple of years, if Flores can keep his gig, I mean, he's going to do well. I mean, he's, he's, he comes from the right stock, learning on the Belichick, but he's also his own man. Real New York guy, hard-edged guy. He's not playing games. Um, and speaking of New York, in regards to the Jets, that, that is that offensive line uh, oh, is horrible. Horrible. You got a guy like Lev Bell, who's arguably one of the better running backs, top three backs. I don't think that's an overstatement. In the NFL... You know, and, and, and he's getting touches. He got 17 touches yesterday. He had north, a little bit north of 60, 60 yards. That's it. I mean, come on. Well, right. He's, he's and more of a push. At least Gase and, that, and his play calling got the message, Taz. The previous week, Le'Veon Bell had 13 touches in total. Yeah. Right? And right, right. And right. so yesterday at 25. I mean, if you're going to give Le'Veon Bell the contract he gave him, he, he's got to keep giving 20-plus touches a game. Does he not? And, yeah, of course. And, you you know, but, you, you know, now you find yourself, like, for his, this game yesterday with a Dolphins. In the second quarter, the Dolphins put up 21 points. So now if you're the Jets, what are you doing? You got to throw the ball. You can't run the ball because they're always they're always playing. They're always behind the eight ball. You always. know what I mean? Always. Bad team. They got to no fix the whole thing now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Jets and Giants this week. Oh, go get it. Giants Monday Night Affair. Thank God I'm a Bills there. fan, bro. Yeah. Thank God I left the Jets, man. You know what I mean? I hate to be like that. Did you like the way Haskins looked yesterday? Actually looked okay against uh, my defense that I think is a little overrated, to be honest with you. I was surprised at how well they ran the ball. The Dude, we can't. We got Peterson ran the ball very, ran the ball very well. Up the, up the sieve, he ran the ball like, right down your throat. But nonstop. I was like, I was about to non-stop. tweet out. Adrian Peterson looks like he's twenty-seven years of age. No, don't don't tweet out Barry and the Bills. That would not go over well. <laughs> but don't, at official tags. Yeah, no, no. Because hashtag then, we over. Well, because then if you hashtag <laughs> Bills Mafia, then it's a whole. Oh, I, I am worse than we over. Oh, I know. I and know. I'm part of both, as I, you know. I, yes, so, I know. Like, I got this whole. <laughs> I got armies around me. You know? Um, but yes, uh, still the Bills uh, win nonetheless. The Redskins. Wait, hold on. Side Sorry. note. Yeah, Kingsman, you got to look at the Twitter. He tagged you. Oh, it's what pretty say? funny. What he say? It's pretty. He's. I can don't you want just to read it. I can read it, but it, there's a gif, guy, gif he put in there. Uh, Mike, you got to check this out. It says, "I have a feeling that Mark Malusis keeps telling Donna, what do you want me to do regarding the washing machine, and won't it won't end well for him?'" And meanwhile, it's like some guy who got stuffed in the washing machine, I guess, by his wife. And you see his, his feet spinning around. Oh, feet! Come on, it's funny. You see that, Moose? <laughs> oh, oh, yes, I see it. Thank you. 
I guess it's not that funny. Uh, yes, I see that. Thank you very much. Yes, that's that's the way. You that, sound right. so happy. No, it's, listen, that's very creative from the Kingsman. Thank you. Yes, that was funny. What do you want me to? Well, I, exactly. What do you want me to do? The the fireman was like, "Do not open the back." Right. I'm like, right. he's like, "Just get a new one. Don't try and repair it." I go, "Repair it? I'm not looking to repair it." I go, I, "What do you want me to send this out for three weeks? What do you want me to do? Start hand washing stuff?" I can just imagine your kids at the. Uh, oof, you're going to the. Laundromat, that would be like, that'd be, they'd be a handful there. You know what I mean? Handful. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. doubt. What do you yeah. mean? They'd be climbing the washers and dryers. <laughs> Gregory would be opening up the dryers, the ones that, you know, the front loading dryers oh climbing God. in. In the, the machine the spinning. Room. In the machine spinning. Who's that? <laughs> it's Gregory on a light spin cycle. Oh, man, that's tremendous. Yeah, dude. No, they're not going there. That would be a... No, I'm just saying. That would be rough. That'd Here's be rough. what that scene would be, Taz. I'd be walking in with the three boys. Everybody getting ready to do laundry would then be walking out. You know oh. what? It's time to go. We'll to do the, this later. Place down the we'll road. find another date. I got go to go to the grocery store. Who needs clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. People would just bail out of there. Like, uh, the heck with this. Uh, uh, all right, next. Thank you, Kingsman. Number three. Florida State fires Willie Taggart. Uh, They do after just 21 games. Now, he put out a statement saying it takes time to build a program. He wishes that he was given more time. He was disappointed. Now, don't feel so bad for Willie Taggart. He had a huge buyout. I mean, Willie Taggart's getting between $17 and $18 million to go away. Reports out of Tallahassee were that they went to the donors. They were able to raise an upwards of $20 million in order to buy Willie Taggart out. Based on the way that the contract was written, I think it was a five-year, I think $30 million deal I that think, he signed. I think that's what I, yeah. Five-year, $30 million deal. So in so here's the, the way the language was written is that if the buyout is 85% of what's left on the contract. So that's why Taggart's getting between 17 and $18 million to go away. Remember... Florida State paid Oregon $3 million in order for to get him out of the Oregon contract to get him down to Florida State. Wow. Now he's done with the Seminoles after what was kind of an embarrassing 21-10 loss to Miami over the weekend. But you see now, as messed up as it all is, I mean, two things to me. Like, not like Taggart's got obviously a really good representation, really good uh, agent that gets him these guaranteed deals. No matter how bad he is and he stinks as a coach, he's still getting paid. Any school's got to pony up the money, no matter if it's Oregon or Florida State. They got to go to the donors and go to the, you know, the boosters and whatnot and alumni and get the money to get this and pay this guy out of his deal. That's the one that jumps out to me is representation from a business perspective. I've got to tell you, the guy's got the right people involved with his business, his contracts. For Florida State, I understand like the fan base, and they have a loyal fan base for a lot of years and amazing alumni and all that jazz. And a lot of great players came out of there. For sure, in a lot of sports, not just football, baseball, basketball, just great, great, great sports at that school. Thing is, though, I look at it like if I was a Florida State Seminole fan, I'd be happy, Moose, because you know why? It shows that the program is not going to let someone stay there and make things get worse. we got to stop the bleeding, even if it costs us millions upon millions of dollars to get them out of there. I respect that. That's you take the loss and no, you get rid of him. Yeah. Now, Taz, do you think he was given enough time? Uh, I, I you think you know, twenty-one games is enough. I I, I kind of do, and okay. it's only because I think with recruiting, I think with the players, I think 
you could tell. Look, they're in the ACC. It's not like, you know, I mean, yeah, I do think it's enough. That's you fair. Don't, you no, think it's I enough? do. I do. I, Taz, I, I think you're either. Uh, I'll put it to this, and we're not. I'm not. We're not there on the day in day out thing, right? No. I course. think if they felt like he was the right guy, they would have held the uh, held held true. Do I mean? I, yeah, I think it was I, I more than just the record. I'm not saying Willie Taggart's a bad guy. Right, right, right. I, I'm just thinking the fact of they're looking at it and saying we've got some issues here where maybe he's not the right guy for the team. So to play to your point, Taz, where you give him credit instead of continuing on. They said, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Right. It's going to cost us. Right. It was a bad decision, but in the long run, we'll be better off for it because we don't think he's the right guy for the job. Right. That's that's my point. You lose to, you know, remember, those games with Miami and, and freaking, what do you call it, Florida State for years has always been great games. You know, now you lose to Miami and state gimmick there. You know, you're in the, you're in the uh, what do you call it, ACC. You're sitting three and four. I mean, you got teams like Louisville, like BC above you, Wake Forest above you. I mean, really, they're, 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 you know, that's for a Florida State program. This should be Clemson and Florida State at the tippy top of that thing. No doubt. No you doubt. Got your You're... Syracuse Orangemen dead last, by well, the way. Yeah, I know. They've had a bad year. Oh, had... I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that either. Quarterback's been terrible. Yeah. Babers, I still believe What's his name so... again, the quarterback? Uh, Jersey kid, I think. Yeah, uh, his name slipping my uh, mind. Yeah, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. No, that's I... all right. Name slipping my yeah, mind. I yeah, I, I remember. I, remember uh, I thought it was going to be pretty good, that kid. But um, yeah, no, they 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 definitely uh, Devito, right? Tommy yes, Devito. That's it. That's I knew he was in Jersey, from Cedar you. Grove, New Jersey. Thank I just you, memorized Tommy that. Devito. Very good. Yeah. So. One thing I want to also mention in terms of, and there's no reports in terms of where Florida State's going to go now. They obviously recruiting plays in, factors in. We'll see exactly, but they're going to go for a big name head coach. We'll see where the Seminoles do end up. Taz One Adam thing, Gaze. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> One thing I did want to mention, because we brought it back a number of weeks ago, uh, is, is that Rutgers. Yes, they lost to Illinois this week. They've got three games left, bye week this week. But uh, they had, a, they had a, you know, in, in the Big Ten, they interviewed Butch Jones in Chicago last week, and they're getting set to interview Greg Schiano this mm. week. So maybe Greg Schiano ends up coming back to college football, ends up being the Rutgers head coach. That would we'll be see. something, man. We talked about that a while ago. If that would happen, dude, I got to tell you, man. Yeah, he did he, a great job. did a great job there. Yeah, you know, he did. I mean, um, Northeast guy, you went to school in Pennsylvania. I think he went Penn, to Bucknell. Yep, went to Bucknell and coached um, at Penn State. That's right, coached at Penn State. Yep. So Miami's yeah. been all over the place. Chicago. That's right, that's right. Ohio State, Tampa Bay head yeah, coach, Tampa Rutgers. Bay. Yeah, 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 he's had a lot of... Well, I've been around the block a lot and uh, did a nice job. So he's going to get you reportedly know, interviewed this week down in Piscataway. Side note, Jones. I don't know if we ever spoke about this. You know who I saw on the sideline for the Patriots yesterday? Uh, the former uh, Arkansas coach, the big dude, Be- uh, Bellamy. Be- uh, what's his Brett Bielema. Bielema. Yeah. Did you know he was coaching there? I did. I didn't know that. What yeah. is he coach? Offensive line? Or, no, uh, Sarnecki is the offensive line No, coach. he's not an offensive line coach. I believe he's either an offensive or defensive assistant um, oh. or an analyst. Something like that. Really? Yeah, I think. I saw him and I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. There was a report. I didn't know uh, that. He got into it with somebody. Uh, what was it? It's slipping my mind. I'll think about really? it during the course of the break. Yeah, there was a report up there in, up in New England that he got into it with somebody. I don't know who it was, but um, I'll think of it during the But I did know Bielma was up there, yes. Do you know what I'm doing right now? Who's Before that? we go to break, I'm, I'm shopping. I was shopping during the break for jerseys. I'm oh, he's defensive line coach. Oh, is he really? Oh, is he? I didn't think he was a defensive uh, line coach. There you have it. I'm looking at an old Mike Munchuk jersey I might buy. Nice. I'm on the fence between that or Fred Smurlis, you know, from the Bills. Mike Munchak, are you going to go with the Oiler Blue? Yeah, yeah. Or 63. the Oiler White? 
Blue. The oh, baby blue Jones. That's nice. Offensive lineman. I yeah, love those yeah. jerseys. The best. I wish they would bring them back. I miss the Oilers. I saw a John Riggins white jersey. Those are great. Yeah, love sure. them. You got the white or you got the burgundy? What do you got? Uh, I have the I have the white jersey. Yeah. I like the white more than the burgundy. Okay. Oh, uh, remember this guy? Elvin Pathea. Remember him? Defensive yeah. end for the Oilers? Yes. Really good player. Number 65? Yeah. Uh, his jersey's in the market. What do you want, Mitchell and S? Can't tell you that right now. Can't share that information with the public. The answer to that is no, but okay. I'm not going to tell you on the air what I'm on. Oh, is my, that's it. Thank you, Mike. What? I knew it was a player. Michael Bennett and Brad Pilma got into it. That was it. Oh. And now I Bennett just, was traded to the Dallas Cowboys. But Segley's on top of it. I hunts the story down. Basketball drives. Make sure to download it. Two podcasts each and every week. You get me Googling things. There you go. Make sure to download it. Apple. Uh, where else is it available? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Where else, Mike? Where, where Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. I said that last week. You were on top of me. I, I know. iHeart. You're like, that's so cliche. <laughs> some random things I've never heard of. Taz and the Moose on this Monday morning. I did say that. We'll come back. I'll ask Taz a question. If one player in the NFL should call it a career after yesterday. Right. We'll get into that next. Right here on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Ah, that is your number to call. Before we get to Bogus here momentarily, Adam Vinatieri, legendary. I mean, I think he's going to be a Hall of Fame kicker. 46 years of age is Adam Vinatieri now kicking for the Indianapolis Colts, and he's struggled this year. You look at it, he's 12 of 17 on the season, uh, clicking at a 70% clip, has missed a number of extra points as well, 14 of 19 on extra points, un-Vinatieri-like. Now he's also in his mid-40s. And yesterday, and I get the whole Ace Ventura laces out. I get it. And the laces were not out yesterday when he's attempting that kick, Taz. But that was an absolute duck hook that Vinatieri hit yeah. in Pittsburgh, um, where it almost looked at on, on replay that his drive, you know, his leg almost hit the dirt before it hit the football. Um, and it was, it, he didn't even give that kick a chance. No. And, you know, I, and I get, listen, late. I understand all that. I, I think it, I really do think it's time. I mean, he talked about it, or he, you know, he did some soul searching earlier on the season. He didn't want to retire. Listen, the Indianapolis Colts don't want to embarrass Adam Vinatieri. But if you ask Frank Reich for a little bit of truth serum here, and he looks at his field goal kicker, does he completely trust him? I don't think he does. Now, this no. is coming off a game a week ago in which he hits a 51 yarder against the Denver Broncos to win it at the end of regulation. That's a game, that's a kick yesterday. That Adam Vinatieri, I don't care where the leases are. When he's in the prime of his career, he puts right through the uprights. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know you were going to go into a whole commentary hot take on Vinatieri. I didn't know this was coming. Well, Taz, there does, there does come a point in time where, I mean, you watched that kick yesterday. And all due respect, but that was, a, that was a, an atrocious kick. Yeah, it was If hard. you're not making that kind of kick, what are you doing in the NFL? you got to make that kick. That's the decide a game. I agree. I completely agree. If you had to pick like, a player of a throwback. Do you think he retires? Yes. If you had to pick a player, throwback. You think he does? Just, yes. Which, At the end of this year or before the year ends? Uh, before the, uh, At the end of the year. The if you had year. to pick a jersey, what team, what guy would it be? What player? Throwback jersey. Um, you too, Andrew. I'm going to ask you the question too. 
I, I don't know. Uh, Alvitas is obviously searching for jerseys. <laughs> no, I just was curious what I want to know what people I work with. Like. I would pick a uh, an Alvin Walton Redskins jersey. Wow. That's a tough one. Mm. That's uh, a tough one. Yeah. For, for, I, I either go Phil Simms for my you know, my childhood Phil Giants Sims. love. Yeah, or, That's his buddy. Um, on the Colts tip, go go United's jersey. No. If you're going Colts, you go me, Mike Curtis. You have no idea that is, do you? Uh, you know, I don't think so. Number I, 32, linebacker. You're going to scoff at Unitas, but you're going to go Mike Curtis? Mike Curtis is one of the meanest, nastiest linebackers ever in the NFL. Johnny U. He, um, Mike Curtis, yeah, played for the Colts. Johnny U, fellow Lithuanian. Mike, where are you going to go? Lawrence Taylor? I think Rodney Hampton would be sweet. Oh, nice. 27 Jones. All right. Bilotti. Uh, Dick, Dick Buckus ah, or um, 51. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Art Donovan. Oh, oh Art Donovan. Hey. There you go. Very no, nice. I saw one you would like, uh, Pete. You'll get it. Ernie Ladd. Remember Ernie Ladd? Big Cat. Big Cat Ernie Ladd. Charges jersey, 77. Oh, that'd be sweet. That's a badass jersey right there. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to jump on the Cornelius Bennett jersey. Yeah, during the, that. I like, like Cornelius the, Bennett. Those years, those Bills I like Daryl Talley. Yeah. Daryl Talley. Talley. Was yeah. West Virginia he played for. I don't know yeah. if people know that, but that's where he went. That's another good one. Darryl I like Talley's that. Good. Little Cornelius Benton, 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was some part player, right? Good player. Something else. Yes, he very good player. But Fred Smurls, I loved him, man. He was great. You know, and uh, but he except, and he played for the Patriots, too, which is very unfortunate. You know, But, uh, but yeah, he was a really good Bill. So let's figure that shit out with the audience. Very nice. There you go. Freddie Smurlis. Good luck finding that jersey. Oh, I, I got it. I got people oh, nice. looking. I got people looking. Um, yeah. Um, Bernie's. Right. Bernie's been searching around, too. Good luck, Bernie. All right. Bogish, how are you? I won't do the Thurman Thomas, though, because it's like it's the or, the, or the Kelly, because those are like, you know what I mean? That's They're like, obvious. Yeah, thank you. Don thank Beebe you. is the correct pull on offense. Don <laughs> Beebe. Yeah, there you go. I don't do like offensive players. I like linemen numbers or linebackers. Hey, Bogus, what's up? Welcome hey, thanks, show. Taz Moose. Good to see you. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I found a good jersey for you, Moose. What's that? Vinny Testaverde, the orange Buccaneer one. Uh, Look at that. Is <laughs> that excited, that. Moose? No. I don't know if I- Cream Sickle Jones? Uh, no, I like the jersey. I don't know if I'd want to wear that. All right. I think you got to be a little slimmer. <laughs> Bogish. Lamar Jackson was the best QB on the field on Sunday Night Football, <laughs> and it might yeah. not have been that close. Jackson takes the snap. He wants to keep it, tries to squeeze off right guard and tackle, pushes his way to the one, backs in, touchdown! Lamar Jackson with an unbelievably patient run and then a burst of power. And the pyrotechnics are firing at the station. Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio. Jackson capping off his three-touchdown performance in a 37-20 win over Tom Brady and the Patriots. Jackson finished 17-23, 163 yards in one score, 61 rushing yards, and two TDs on the ground. Brady's lone touchdown pass went to Mohamed Sanu. He was also picked off. His team's perfect start is now over. Only the Niners remain unbeaten. You know, if I can interrupt you for a second, if you don't mind. Uh, my yeah. only problem, guys, I'm talking to all you people. Uh, my only problem with if I got that went with the Daryl Tally, it looks like for the novice eye, it looks like you're wearing a, a Giants shirt. Yeah, it's like very wearing, similar to the Giants. You're wearing like yeah, it's a very similar to uh, Taylor. Yeah. yeah, very similar. Until you turn around and the back says Tally on it. I think, I think the white ones look more similar than the blue I ones. I think you're right. And I actually like the white ones yeah. better than the blue ones. So but, I would go Bennett then. Yeah, Cornelius Bennett, I think that's yeah. the way to go. 
Andrew? Monday Night Football has the Giants hosting the Cowboys. Or you could go Kent Hall. I have, hold on. I have Kent Hall. 69. I'm, I'm I ha- sure. I do. I have Yeah, there you go. I have, my son bought that for me for Christmas two years ago. Very nice. He had the, Funny you said Kent Hall. Wow. Most people don't know. Wow, he had the okay. snap on the back of his helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I have Kent Hall. Andrew has that no idea Basically what locked about. in an anchor to his shoulder pads. Yeah, really Jim Richard had the same thing. Yes. Remember Jim Richard? Yes. Oh, you know your bills. Did, yeah. You know your bills. Yeah. I'm impressed, Moose. Very nice. Who was the, uh, the, the guard? I'm thinking Conrad Dobler. No, no, no. That was years ago. No. Oh, uh, forget. Go ahead, Bogish. Thank you, Moose. Willie Taggart fired after just 21 games. Only nine of them wins at Florida State. He'll get more than $17 million in a buyout. That's the second highest ever. Charlie Weiss got almost 19 mil Hold from Notre Dame. Hold on, wait, the guard Dame. that played for the Bills in 88, Conrad Thompson? Like 6'6", 320? No, no, no. no. It was after, no, it was not 88. It was in the 90s. It was in the 90s. Uh, he oh. had a mullet. I well, I think I think Conrad Thompson. No, the it's real not one, him. He has a mullet now down in Alabama. No, it's he, not. He was on a practice squad for the Crimson Tide. LeBron James' second stop, consecutive stop. triple double: twenty-one points, stop, eleven please. rebounds, thirteen assists, and the Lakers' one hundred three ninety-six win in San Antonio. The Heat shamed the Rockets one twenty-nine one hundred, and the Kings won at Madison Square Garden. Barrett cruises first to the right, then the left, then Fox says, "Give me the ball." Steals breakaway. De'Aaron Fox. Windmill reverse rip. That was a statement. Yeah. And he said, Mark Davis, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> That's Gary Gerald on Kings Radio. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't know who Mark Davis is, but De'Aaron Fox dunked on him last night. A 113-92 Kings win over the Knicks. Fox scored 24. Glenn Parker. That's it. Glenn Parker. Colorado Rockies third baseman Nolan Arenado won his seventh consecutive gold glove yesterday. The Diamondbacks had four winners, shortstop Nick Ahmed, outfielder David Peralta, and pitchers Zach Greinke and Mike Leake. Greinke won in the NL when he was a Diamondback, but finished the season with the Astros, of course. Leake won in the AL when he was a Mariner, but was traded to Arizona at the deadline. What are our thoughts on if... Okay, Andrew, right. why you don't want to be part of the conversation? No, he's got doubles. Just go fish a herring. Okay, how about he's that? Got doubles. What are our um? That means see you tomorrow. What what are our? Bye, t- Andrew. Thank what's you. What's our take? Yeah, thanks. Good job. Good what's job. What's our take on oh, wearing man. a jersey for someone else, like for another team that you don't like, but you love that? Like, if I got a John Hanna jersey, is that a bad thing? No, I don't think so. Because you're a fan of John Hanna, right? I can understand people criticizing you, know I mean? you for. Yeah, it. Mike, what do you think? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, get an Andre Tippett jersey. Make it complete. Yeah. Okay. K Jewelers. <laughs> Anytime you say Andre Tippett, you got to say K Jewelers. That's cool branding. That's called cool branding. It. He branded uh, that. Well, no, I mean, he couldn't. <clears throat> two Super Bowls ago, he basically did every radio station in the country. Moose, you know what I've been looking for? What's that? Oh, what's this now? Let me guess. Slippers. No, no. That's funny you said that. I just had to buy my. He asked me for a, a gift. A he new wanted, money clip. No. Cigar holder. No, no. Hey, stop. He oh, wanted slippers. Pack. He wanted Raiders slippers. My, my kids. I got some ready kicks. Fanny no, pack. I'm looking for, like, get my fur coat. Bob Kuchenberg jersey. Oh. That's I would never I have guessed that. Yeah, that would have well, down the line. You know, two, 300 guesses down. <laughs> I would have gone to Kuchenberg. A lot of people don't know Kuchenberg. You know uh, Kuchenberg? Yes, I know Kuchenberg. I love quizzing you on this stuff. I know awesome. you do. Because you usually get it all right, and well, I just love it. I know doing who Bob you. Kuchenberg is. Yeah, yeah, so you're going to go. So what? You, you should just get yourself the John Hanna jersey. I, I won't. He's I won't. your, like, favorite player outside. I know. You love John Hanna. I love him. Love him. But I, I also like Smurls. I love Kuchenberg. Was a hell of an offensive guard for the Dolphins. For those that great player, that. great player, great player, great number two sixty seven. And those Dolphins jerseys were awesome, dude. I mean, look, look at that man. Look at that. How yeah, cool those that, jerseys right? are those great. Are the best. Yeah, Very. I want his jersey, like his real one. 
I'm sure you can find that. I'm sure it's been all. No, I'm off. not paying four hundred dollars for it though. You know what I mean? I don't know. Would you have to pay that much for a, an authentic Kuchenberg jersey? Oh, that's not nice. He was over, bro. I, I'm not saying. I'm saying now a lot of the fans, you know, are older. Some of these going to get rid of stuff. Some of these sites though are sketchy. Yeah, you I'd be, be careful, careful there. You got to be careful. All right, got the undercard. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I like to bounce the stuff off. Yeah, that's all. I don't like the jerseys that are signed. Like, you should see, get this, that, that right. That white one, I love it, but it's got his autograph in the seven. You I don't want be, that. Well, you got to be careful. Take Jones. Yeah, 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 right. No doubt. I, I've been victim of that's that. That's what Bilotti does on the side. He's signing Taz on right. a bunch of wrestling paraphernalia. Right. He's, as you'll see later on, when you get your uh, <laughs> when you get your vacation, he's perfected Mark Chernoff. <laughs> yeah. Come back. The undercard comes your way next. Taz Moose on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. My mic on CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line of 855-212-4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. It's time right now to answer Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This question is from Josh in Jersey. Can the Giants hang in tonight versus the Cowboys? Uh, don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. Well, Say, can they? Yeah, I mean, I think anybody can do anything, right? I mean, so they well, can. Now the question is, Taz, will they? Will the Giants, who are a seven, seven-and-a-half-point underdog tonight at home as the Cowboys come to town? Cowboys have owned them as of late. Dallas came into MetLife Stadium earlier on in the regular season. They actually lost to the Jets. Think about that. Mm. Um, think about that. The fact that the Dallas Cowboys and Jason Garrett lost at home, lost on the road to the Jets. Uh, now they go and take on the Giants tonight in Monday Night Football. Um, what do you think tonight? Do you think this is a good game, competitive game, or no? Uh, I think the Cowboys beat the snot out of the Giants. That's what I think I'm with happens. You. I, I think Daniel Jones is going to have a hard time. I think Zeke Elliott's going to run a muck all over the Giants' defense. Um, this is a, a signature moment for one of these teams at the spotlight on Monday Night Football, and I do think Jerry Jones's crew is going to flourish on the road in New Jersey. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, for Josh in Jersey out there, uh, I, I think the Cowboys uh, win the game pretty handily tonight. I don't think that giant defense is all already figured all of a sudden figuring anything out. I think it'll be interesting to see Leonard Williams wearing the giant blue instead of the green uniform for the Jets. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that but uh, but I think for the most part, you look at the Dallas Cowboys, they're a better football team. I think they probably hand it to the Giants tonight. Yeah. Within agreement. <clears throat> All right, here we go. The undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Mike, what do we got? All right, the uh, Jaguars struggled uh, in London over the weekend. Lost 26-23 to the Texans. Gardner Minshew struggled 26-3, well. right? What's that? 26-3? 26-3, did I say that? No, 23. 23. Oh, sorry about that. 26-3. Gardner Minshew struggled, throwing two interceptions. The Jags have their bye week. Then they are in Indianapolis 
Foles or Minshew, who should start at quarterback for Jacksonville? Well, the other day I was singing the praises of Minshew Mania. Uh, I got to tell you, I watched, you know, I normally don't watch the UK games, yep. but I did watch this and um, some of it, most of it, I should say. Yesterday morning, ah, you got to kind of start leaning towards Foles. You're paying him a lot of money as it is. It's time to to get that going once he's able to go. Yeah, I, I would go Foles. You know what, Taz? And we had this conversation a couple weeks back. I think when Foles is ready, Foles plays. Yeah, I think you got to go there. Now. I mean, that's the, that's the way that I look at it. Um, and I know Minshew has played well, and I know there's extenuating circumstances. You look down in Dallas, they had a similar scenario, right? Romo got hurt. Prescott was in. Prescott played really, really well, and they never went back to Tony Romo. He retired. Now he's in the broadcast. Oh, he's the best. Now you look at down in Jacksonville, they paid Foles to be that finishing piece. Minshew has flashed at times. He's just not been consistently great, Taz. I agree with you. Once Nick Foles is ready, if he's ready to go, Nick Foles is your starting quarterback down there in Jacksonville. Totally agree. No doubt. Totally agree. I just saw Deron Payne jersey. You have one? You need to get one of those. No, how many Redskin jerseys do you want? The team is terrible. How many jerseys do you want me to buy? Support the team, bro. I mean, I have. I've got my Sean Taylor jersey, which I love, and my John Riggins jersey. Both those players. I mean, I'm talking about a newer current player. I don't need it. I don't need to be walking around with the Duran Payne jersey. You would think it's amazing. You would think like. I'm going to buy you one. I'll buy you this for Christmas right here. So tell people what I'm going to buy it. I'll buy it for you. Who's that? Dwayne Haskins jersey. Yeah, number seven. I'll pass, dude. Thank you, though. I appreciate you thinking about me. No problem. I <clears throat> appreciate you looking out. All right. But, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not no. Inve- right. No, I'm not. I, I think I might be done investing in jerseys altogether. You want a Gene Upsaw jersey? No, great player. Well, I'm good. God rest his soul. I'm good. Right. No, I don't need a Gene Upsaw jersey. How many jerseys are you buying now? Well, you know, once I start spending, that's what I do. I just stop buying jerseys. Just perusing. Yeah. Just- Taz is just perusing. Basically, every era of football. I'm all over it, bro. Can you give me a night train lane? I haven't seen him. I'm sure it's out I'm there. I'm sure it's out there. Oh, look at this from Mike Webster. Great oh, there he He's a great player. Center for the Steelers. Um, oh. All right. Oh, Next. Sorry. I can't believe no. they just did that. Wow. Wow. All right. Without looking at the schedules in front of you guys, but Falcons 1-7, Dolphins 1-7, Jets 1-7, Redskins 1-8, Bengals 0-8. Who ultimately ends with the worst record in the NFL? Bengals. Bengals stink. I say Bengals. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd probably say Cincinnati too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine if Miami does this whole thing and they don't end up with Tua. Oh, that could happen. That could happen. That could. That You're could right. Happen. I mean, that there is happen. some. Here's the one thing: Mike just ran a list. How many teams you'll rip off there? Six. Six either winless or with one yeah, win. Is that right? Right. Exactly. Zero yeah. or one. Zero one win. Think how bad that is for the NFL. Oh. I mean, the Jets, the Dolphins, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, just think about all the bad football that's being played. And there's not just two are coming out. There's going to be a handful of good quarterbacks coming out, dude. Justin Herbert from from Oregon. Oregon, Joe Burrow from LSU. Good players. Hurts. Jake Fromm from Georgia. There's a lot of there are, but I think that I think he's the number one prospect. You would agree with that? To, uh, right? uh, yeah. yeah, that's what the scuttlebutt is. But yeah, he is. He is right now. I, nah, I, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay on the field. Yeah, I like Burrow a lot, though. I, I do like Joe Burrow. I do. And I like Herbert too. I mean, I like both. I like all three of those guys. I do. Um, all right. Next. Oh, 
Steelers yesterday with a 26-24 win versus the Colts. Mason Rudolph, slow start, but again leads the Steelers to a win. Pittsburgh back to 500. You take them seriously as a playoff contender. Uh, I don't, but maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I should. I'll give them credit, Taz. They've lost a lot, and the Fitzpatrick uh, acquisition has worked. He's been great in that defensive secondary. And Mason Rudolph's played well. Now, they needed help yesterday. If Brissett stays healthy and doesn't suffer that knee sprain, I think Indianapolis is winning that game. And they needed also Vinatieri to miss a chip shot field goal. But it happened. And they you put know, themselves in a position to win the game, having the lead late. And they forced Vinatieri to make a pressure kick, and he missed. I'm pretty sure it's the Brissett thing. You know, we, we all watch so much football on Sunday, especially with this job. I think it was our guy, Quentin Nelson. He actually got bull rushed and got blocked into the knee. He's the reason why Brissett yeah. got that knee. Believe it or not, he got bull rushed. I can't believe who did it. Someone just manhandled Quentin Nelson, which never happens. And he got driven back into the knee of Brissett. That's what happened on that play. You're right about that. Yeah, that's a big deal right there. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the and he was able to come back in. What was the question? Do you find the Steelers to be a playoff contender? Take them seriously. No. Yeah. Um... Four yeah, and four so. right now. I'm no. not impressed. AFC North. Thanks for coming. I, I do give him credit for battling back, though. I do agree with that. All right. All right. Next. <coughs> 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 All right. I'm going to ask an NBA question, so don't yell. Uh, R.J. Barrett, at just 19 oh. years of age, uh, is getting about, last night got 41 minutes in the Knicks' loss. He's averaging the six most minutes in the NBA, not for rookies, but for NBA players. Should uh, David Fisdale be careful with what he's doing with a 19-year-old? Uh, I think so. Well, he's going to burn out. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, you're looking at an 82-game regular season. There, There's no question, Taz. You play, what, 30-plus games? Uh, maybe uh, between 30 and, what, 40 games in, the, in, in an NCAA regular season, something like that? I mean, yeah. so you're talking about double it, the schedule. He's 19 years of age. I know your body responds differently at 19 than anything else, but... Uh, Taz, he, he's going to burn out as the season goes along. Hey, you got to be smart. You got a guy who could be <clears throat> arguably a um, you know a, a franchise guy for you for a lot of years. You know why would you want to you know fill uh, fill his bump card as we call it in wrestling so quick? You know get get you know spread out those minutes the right way. Don't 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 drive him into the ground like that. And Barrett's a hell of a player. He really is nice young player, real good young kid, 19 years old. I mean he's got his whole future ahead of him. Don't wear him out. That's just stupid. I agree, but they're going to get greedy because he's been playing really well. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's so early right now, and Fizdale Jones. got to be smarter than that. You know, yeah. That should be his real name, Fizdale Jones. That's One thing before we go to break, Taz, Uh-oh. Uh, and news that just came down basically within the last five minutes is that the Cleveland Browns have released safety Jermaine Whitehead, mm. uh, who yesterday oh, went on a oh, profane yeah. Twitter rant that included racist language and death threats. Uh, including one aimed at a guy that's joined our show, uh, Browns TV and radio broadcaster Dustin Fox, really? uh, who basically said that you know Whitehead's tackling today is a joke. Whitehead then responded with a slur and a warning to Fox not to get, quote-unquote, get smoked. Uh, so uh, Jermaine Whitehead, who basically – and. Uh, his his account has been suspended by Twitter. Quick, so he, and they suspended it quick, right after this happened, by well, the way. Yeah, they suspended right after, right it, after happened. it happened. Right, so yeah. Twitter was suspended right away. So he was responding to fans and, and others that were critical of his play against the Denver Broncos uh, after the game. He went on an absolute tirade 
Uh, and so they suspended it, and then this morning the Cleveland Browns uh, got rid of and cut Jermaine Whitehead. He is no longer a Cleveland Brown. I, I wonder if there was more going on behind the scenes with him there. I mean, I know that it's, it's wrong what he did. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, as far as on, on social media and everything, you can't snap like that and threaten people and use racism. You can't do that. But I, I'm just saying, there I might be, if there, was there might more, be, you know? there might be more to it, Taz. There might be more, or this might oh, have just been the case something. of, you know, he's not playing well. Enough's enough. We don't need to deal with this. We're dealing right. with enough. Right. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, it could yeah, have, it could have been just probably. that too. The uh, Browns is always something. With the Browns. No, it is. Yeah. It is. So as that story is generating headlines across the country, Jermaine Whitehead is no longer a member of the Cleveland Browns. All right, that does it for us. Great job, Taz. You too, sir. Thank uh, you. Mike, Pete, across the way, bogish with your updates. Uh, thank you, boys. Job well done. Enjoy your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 